podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Hey, it's Bill. <clears throat> Bad voice and all, apparently. It's Bill, and you're tuned into Three Questions a Song, episode number 85, where the title of the podcast tells it all, except it doesn't anymore because I never asked just three questions. Um, so I, I kind of tell everybody count, see how many I get. It's kind of more like 21 questions. Remember that game, Joey? I know nobody can see you, but you're down there. <laughs> I'm going to bring Joey up. <laughs> do you remember that game? I absolutely do remember 21 questions. <laughs> so it's kind of like that, you know, and, and sometimes they, they have to do with music and sometimes they have to do with pizza, which is what I'm going to ask you about first. I absolutely love pizza. What What is it, the best best pizza you've had because you're a musician? Because I was a musician, when we played, I, it was out Mother Mary something festival and they had an italian like pizza place and they all brought us pizza because paul said he was hungry tall paul said he was hungry so they came over and brought this huge tray of pizza over for us and it was absolutely awesome that, that is that a thing for you guys i saw you got spaghetti after the show this weekend it's becoming a more regular thing <laughs> do you have a rider that says you must feed us <laughs> we should we should and it should always be like food that is awful for you so basically everything i eat all the time <laughs> my diet is awful uh, listen i <clears throat> went to school today without a lunch and there's a little iga like you can walk to it and be back in five minutes. I came back with Pringles, a Twix bar, some peanut butter crackers, and three Italian pep—they're like pepperoni rolls. They look like muffins, but they're like pizza dough. And then they have like the meat from Italian hoagies in it. <laughs> and that's going to be my lunch the rest of the week. <laughs> so what you're saying is you went with no lunch, and they came out on top. Yes. And I got all of that for $9. That is the best part. Um, the pepperoni slash Italian roll things. <laughs> I thought I was getting pepperoni rolls, but they hand wrote Italian on them. I'm like, huh, I wonder what that means. Well, what it meant was Italian hoagie meat in it instead of just pepperoni. And they were four ninety nine for three of them, and they're like muffins. I mean, it was, I ate one today. I was like, huh. Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> Do you still dip it in like marinara sauce? I uh, probably could, but it didn't come with any. And you know, I I thought I was getting pepperoni and cheese, <laughs> but I wouldn't be mad. Uh, it was good. I I probably tomorrow I might go down to the kitchen and throw it in the microwave though. <laughs> Today I eat a cold. Because I had to walk, so I, you know, I lost out on some time. Tomorrow I won't have to walk. <laughs> Tomorrow you can just drive, you know. Oh no, you have your lunch already. Yeah, I just walk. Well, when I walk the kids down to the cafeteria, I can walk, hop in there, and and use my 
my microwave. <laughs> Somehow my microwave from my classroom ended up in the kitchen. <laughs> you must have been the only person with a working microwave. Well, there's one there and there's one in the faculty lounge. So the one in the kitchen went bad and, and mine was being stored because I didn't have a classroom that year. And all of a sudden it's in the kitchen. <laughs> but Well, it, because they stole it. Yes. Well, it was actually a different teachers who left. Um, and when she was leaving, she's like, take my microwave. So I did. And I also have a refrigerator. It used to be one of the past principal's refrigerators. He was leaving. He goes, you want my, you want my refrigerator? I'm like, put it in my room. <laughs> so you, what you're saying is you're going to take the Italian pepperoni rolls and put them in your secondhand fridge. They are currently in there, yes. And then I'm going to take them downstairs and put them in my secondhand microwave to heat them. <laughs> but it's it's yours, so it's firsthand. Well, I mean, it, it was it was uh, another teacher's, and she used it to pop popcorn. <laughs> and she didn't need it when she left, so she left it to me. And I, I do actually use both of them for my science lessons, but... They spend more time keeping my stuff cold so I can eat it and heating stuff up. But <laughs> um, when the trout come in, my the trout food go, goes in the refrigerator. So it does have a reason to be there. And um, the microwave I use for a lesson where I teach the kids about the rock cycle using starbursts. And uh, when you get to um, igneous rock, which is molten rock, we take the starburst and we throw them in the microwave and we melt them. <laughs> the most right. I know about science and microwaves is you don't put foil in it, you don't put metal in it, or it will explode. Yes. <laughs> when I was when I was younger, I might have put a pop tart in there in its metal metal bag. Um, it looked kind of cool, but it smelled terrible. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> we got way off the topic there. Um, this past Saturday. Um, I got a message from, can I call him, call him the nickname you used? Is that going to get you in trouble? <laughs> Don't call him it. <laughs> won't get me in trouble. <laughs> I got a message from Paul who plays guitar in your band and said, Hey, can you come take photos? Now he's going to want to know what that, what that nickname was. I, he won't let he me knows. go live. <laughs> Anyway, and uh, so I showed up at, on Philadelphia Street. It literally, he's like, oh, we're on Philadelphia Street. I literally dro- drove straight down Philadelphia Street and parked behind the stage, which was pretty cool. <laughs> and, you got VIP uh, access, man. I had blocked the band in. <laughs> but anyway, so you guys were supposed to play originally at a different time. What What happened there? And it worked out for the best because I got to see an amazing show. But Well, so we got booked for this. We got booked to, to uh, play before, you know, Joe Rusecki and the House Rockers. And apparently something happened where he got COVID, so, we had to, so they had to back out. Um, which, uh, Joe's a cool dude. He, uh, I did his stuff. So we were all excited, you know, play before him. And we got the message. So we're like, oh, so we're headlining now. And so we got to play a little longer, and hopefully Joe's okay. I am. Um, I didn't see Joe 
perform, but I've heard him perform, which probably sounds really weird. But <laughs> I was at um, Deutschtown. Yeah, it was Deutschtown. And um, it stormed that day. And I had been all over the place taking photos of different bands. And the schedule got screwed up. So I was all over the place. And my plan was to watch Joe play. Well, I still had that open slot, but I had been all over Deutschtown. And I was tired, so I went and sat in my car behind the stage and listened to it from behind the stage. So I didn't see his band perform, but I heard them. <laughs> nice. And uh, people kept walking by trying to figure out why I was sitting in my car, but whatever. <laughs> You're tired. <laughs> yeah, I got there at noon, and I left there at 1230. <laughs> That's a long day. It is. And it's a 40-minute drive. Yes. Yes. Um, all right, so being the newest member of Blackridge and only having about four and a half months on stage with them, <coughs> what is something that's happened on stage that has embarrassed you? All right, I got it. So we're a very energetic band, okay? And I can't tell you how many times I have been in the zone and I see other Paul, guitar player Paul, come and like ram into my side. I'm not paying attention. I'm trying to play guitar. And a couple of times on video and camera footage, I'm like jamming out. And then I'm like. (laughs) 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 Or like, or or like, I'm just like, what? And then I'll come back. And that's probably the most embarrassing thing. I took a photo of, um, oh, it was a common crown. So it was Kyle and, <coughs> and Jay. Jay came across the, or Kyle came across the stage and then he was doing that thing where you, like the guitar players lean on each other while well, Jay had enough and he was trying to shrug him off and Kyle wouldn't leave. And I timed it perfectly. I got him sh- throwing his elbow into his ribs. And I published that photo. <laughs> it's perfect. And and Jay has a smirk on his face. It's it's great. <laughs> um, so you guys released a new EP called Raw Power like last week. Um, and uh, I'm gonna guess that you probably recorded it with very tight recordings. Look at that. Yeah, man, we absolutely did. He, uh, he's awesome. If he's a very hands-on producer, and he's like, he's one of those producers that like he gives his input in a very nice way, and that's that's always that's always awesome. Some producers can be very uh, harshly putting their opinions into your music, but he's not like that at all. Um, <laughs> how long? Like, I, I. Paul will send me stuff occasionally and let me listen to it ahead of time, which is awesome. But how, how long, like, were they working on it before you became part of the band? Do you know? So, yeah. So like they had, I think they had most of it recorded actually. And they had like, uh, like one day that they wanted me to like track these guitar parts. Um, because I think, I don't know if the album was already recorded or they had most of it recorded or something like that. Um, but when I stepped in, you know, they were like, hey, 
who want you to be a part of this. So I had four hours. That that is that is all the time I have on that album is four hours of time. And so they had everything done before that. I went in, I tracked rhythms on most of the songs, then I tracked my solos. Um, solos took the longest because I was basically writing them when I was in there. Uh, and now I'm stuck learning my own solos, which is <laughs> which doesn't sound like it would be hard, but when every weekend we're gigging like we do, it's like I don't have time to sit down and like write everything out how I'd want to. So the solos you hear on the album are like maybe I mean I, I take a lot of takes. <laughs> uh, it's always like uh there there are producers that like they know if I'm like I'm like the one more guy. Like one more. Just one more. I got it this time. One more. One more. And that's how it was. We would do something and then the guys would be like, Nope. I'd be okay. Let's go over it again. And then they'd be like, it's getting closer, getting closer till finally the, the, the solos here on the album are like the ones that are like, Yeah, that's it. But it was all four hours. <laughs> And there's is it four or five tracks on the EP? Five, right? Yeah, there were five tracks. So if you average that, that's less than an hour per song. Yeah. And yeah. then before that, I, I, I don't know how many practices I had, but it wasn't a lot. It was I it, it had to have been less than ten. Less than ten less definitely less than fifteen practices before you went into the studio. And it was a lot of just doing what they wanted you know what i mean like they wanted to sound like me but they wanted it to still sound like blackridge well that makes <clears throat> makes perfect sense um i i have to tell you and I, I told paul this earlier on facebook when your set ended on saturday i didn't want to leave i was still i was like there's got to be another band or these guys should play some more it's only 10 o'clock you know and and if you looked around there were a lot of people that were still hanging out um, and you know, hang hang out, trying to talk to Paul and Paul and you, and you know that that crowd was very appreciative of what they saw, and and if you see any videos, they were highly into it all the way down the street. And I mean, uh, we that's that's what we're about, man. It's it's a it's that's what it's about. It's about the crowd. It's about getting people to enjoy the music. It's music, you know. It, there, there's a lot of. Uh, there's not a lot of people just standing around at Blackridge gigs. They, uh, you know, they want to participate. They want to talk to us. They want to like, you know, it's about them. They want to pass you things on stage. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Just, just do it like that. We're good. (laughs) I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. I I got in trouble for that later. Actually. Did, Did you? Yeah, yeah, from, yeah. From the band or from someone from, else? From, from the girlfriend. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think her problem with it was that it was a girl. <laughs> so now, now they're all wondering what she handed you. <laughs> we can't uh, tell you. <laughs> um, it, it was nothing terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um. So did did Tall Paul get his stuff back yet, or should we mention that? Not that I know of. Um, which you know, if anyone's listening that knows where the the mysterious black suffering stuff is, please bring it back. Yeah. 
um, it, Paul has this really cool, colorful jacket that his friend bought him in Nashville that wasn't there at the end of the night. And he has a Bell Diablo cowbell, which coincidentally, I looked that up. Did you do you know how much that thing costs? Yeah, it's not cheap. No. And uh, they walked away. So if you're in Indiana and you know anything about it, um, you know, he would like to have it back. And, you know, it, it really, if you read his post on Facebook, he just wants it back. You know, he said he's fil- filing a police report, but I'm sure if it shows up that it'll end there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we just, we, he just wants it back. He's not like, and it's, you know, the people knew that that was part of the band stuff. Yeah. And that's probably why it walked away. They, they didn't want it to end. But, you know, that's not cool. Give it back. <laughs> Bring us our stuff, and the reward is a Blackridge show. <laughs> I, I told someone the other day that Blackridge is my daughter Bria's favorite band. And I said, and it helps that they keep bribing her every time that she sees them or I'm, I go and do something, they give her stuff. <laughs> but she she liked the music before any of that happened. So she was bummed out because, like I said, she was sick on Saturday. And then I told her I was going to see you guys. And she went running out of the room going, no! <laughs> That's awesome, though. That's awesome, though. She's welcome to our shows anytime, man. Uh, so far, she's seen you guys. She's seen Doug Carnahan a couple times playing acoustic. She's seen the Borstel Boys with you. <laughs> um, and she's seen Doppler Effect. So I, I've gotten her out to quite a few good shows that um Rocktoberfest was gonna be a lot of metal. She probably wasn't gonna enjoy that. <laughs> I was going to. <laughs> the I mean hopefully they uh hopefully they figure something out with that. I don't wanna I don't wanna see that cause, you know. I don't see that cause go down. Um, I don't know that it's been announced, but I'll tell you something off the air. <laughs> um, I believe then, I already know what you're going to say, but we'll talk. Yeah. Um, the the Halloween party of Rocktoberfest is still happening on Saturday. The I think it's the eighth at the um, Island West Lebanon Volunteer Fire Department. Um, they're having the hayride and the and the costume party and all the stuff that usually happens Friday night at Rocktoberfest there on Saturday. Um, so we'll throw that out there. You can go to rockforlifeconcert.com to find out more information about that. Um, so tell me a little about little bit about the the title track "Raw Power" that we're gonna feature here momentarily. I remember the first time I heard it. I was in my car, and I had just got a message from Paul, and, you know, we talked a little bit. He was like, hey, man, check this stuff out. This is what we're about. And I remember hearing that first riff, and it's uh, it's an A chord. Da-da-da-da. And I was like, that is so catchy. And then, uh, but simple but catchy. Like, it it wasn't, like, some crazy technical riff. It was, you know, essentially six notes that sounded really good together. And then I heard the chorus. And I'm like, wow, this is, like, arena rock meets blues rock meets 
like there's like I'm not gonna say there's a pop aspect to it, but it's the, the chorus is very in your face is the best way to put it. It's a very simple but very catchy and enjoyable song. So uh what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a moment and we're gonna listen to Raw Power off of the Raw Power titled EP that was released I was it last Thursday, I think? Uh, I think Friday, so. Thursday or Friday. Um, and then we'll come back and talk with Joey a little bit more.
So that was Raw Power off of the Raw Power EP by Blackridge. With me tonight is Joey, the lead guitarist from the band. He's waving for those of you that are just listening. Uh, we're actually very doing a very good job of hiding the fact that when I speak, it feeds back if he's not muted. There, I gave it away. <laughs> Listen, there's nothing professional about this. It's <laughs> There never has been. <laughs> Me and professional don't like jive. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Corey wants to know what your last meal would be. (coughs) All right. I've thought about this before. Um, So, like, I love pizza. Like, pizza is, like, my, like, best. Like, I love it. Um, There's a pizza place in... Uh, Vandegrift called Dommies and they make and they make these trombolis and like normally on Wednesdays I'd go get one but I I, I had to come straight home because I I was doing this um which so if I had to my last meal would probably be just a giant one of those trombolis stuffed with like everything I like uh you do know what Dommies is short for right Damiano yeah. yeah I don't know if you noticed, but their website has a build the scene logo at the bottom. <laughs> no, I did not notice that. It does, which entitles me to a employee discount, which is nice. <laughs> that is nice. That is nice. Oh, oh, <laughs> Paul, Paul called you Doey Connor. <laughs> <coughs> Paul. That was it. He just called you short Paul. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That was it, my friend. At least you spelled my name right. <laughs> Facebook helps me with that. I can't ever remember if it's an E or an O. So I just stop at the second end and let it fill it in. Paul points out that he's taller than you. <laughs> and Corey says it's World War Three. <laughs> so for those of you that aren't familiar, uh, if you're watching the chat while Joey and I are talking, Paul Cha or Che is uh, the other guitarist in Blackridge. And uh, Corey. <coughs> Corey plays the keyboards. See, I got it, even though I told you I mess it up all the time. <laughs> I do too when I'm in the band. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think he means heights, but I'm not positive. <laughs> Either way, I'm going to come up short. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> hey Joey. So the next two bands I'm going to mention have been playing way longer than you've been alive. But <laughs> Kiss has played in a on a ship in a bay while they were baiting sharks. So they were playing the sharks in the ocean. Metallica has played in Antarctica. What non-standard venue would you like Blackridge to play at? What non-standard venue? 
think we've already done that a couple times. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, honestly, I always think about maybe like playing like the middle of a field, like kind of like kind of like a woodsuck, but like with no stage. I think that'd be awesome. I think that'd be a very Blackridge thing to do. I um put on a show at a drive-in one time, and the bands played under a tent, but in front of the drive-in screen, standing in the grass while it rained. Pennsylvania. Exactly. <laughs> um, <coughs> let's see. Um, okay, so you're leaving a show, and... As you're loading up, you notice there's a DeLorean sitting there with its door open and a flux capacitor in the back. So, you know, you can borrow it and bring it back to the exact same time and nobody will know you borrowed it. Um, Where are you going in time and what band are you going to hang out with? I would definitely, honestly, I would go back in time to like 80s to where like the hair metal scene was getting big. And I would try and hang out with like Paul Gilbert probably because like he's like a local guy. He's in Greensburg, and like Mr. Big was one of like my first influence on like shred guitar. And then I later found out about like Racer X and stuff like that after getting the the, the, the Gilbert train. So I would go back and hang out with those guys. Okay, so we have another question coming from your band. <laughs> Paul would like me to ask you about the whole lot of love solo saga. <laughs> All right. So, um, a lot of love. Led Zeppelin. Okay. So, um, when I joined the band, uh, they were like, here, here's like 30 tunes. Let's, let's, let's learn these. Um, and then uh, a whole lot of love was on there. And there's a solo that's like, it's literally like, five licks okay so but i i learned it but i got very anxious playing it because it was just like there was nothing else going on so like it goes ba 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 and then the solo the first lick second lick and then so on so on in the same way and i was going ba ba playing the lick or one day I would come in a beat too late or and then as I came in a beat too late I would just be like well I'm just going to play the wrong stuff and try and make it in time it never was right until that gig you saw <laughs> was that what the comment was about about um, playing playing the right notes yeah yeah because like eventually it became like the timing was good but the notes weren't right um but that was the first night where it was like the notes were right the timing was right everything was right and so but i mean like yeah my bad so the stars just aligned i got to see a great set i got to see you play a song correctly and a whole bunch of people got to hang out with us what's your favorite part about playing with blackridge the energy easily easily it's it's from from the first song to the last song is just a show and uh the best the best part about blackridge is blackridge pushes the musicians that have them to just do something better or to or to be the best version of their of themselves and i can honestly say uh i my 
technique and my playing has gotten tighter since being with these guys because they force me to play mostly the same stuff every night or they play me they they push me to like you know hey if uh if this isn't something you normally play let's just do it and i I, that's my favorite part about the band is we're put on a show but at the same time we're talented enough musicians to where there's musicianship within the whole show so one of my favorite things is when you do blue collar blues and Paul goes on his, I, I don't even know what I would call it. A diatribe maybe. It's a rant and a half. <laughs> it's clearly never the same length, but the band always comes in at the right time. Like, is there a signal that he gives you guys? Kind of. I mean, yeah, there's a signal, but like we never know how long he's going to go. And honestly, I, I I love it. I mean, I think it's I think it's awesome because you never know what he's going to say. Um, you never know what he's going to say next. The nail by his nut, naughty parts got a good reaction. <laughs> I uh, sometimes uh, you know sometimes I don't hear everything he says. Sometimes I'm having my own conversation on the side, but for the most part, we know that. When he yells it and it's at the right time, we come in. There's there's a there's a method to the madness. Um <laughs> so a handful of your of, of Blackridge's songs have made it on TV. Um I believe both Pirates and Penguins, if I remember correctly. Um what's it like to hear your band songs when, when you're watching an event like that? really cool man it's one of those things where it's like you know you you don't as a musician you have very many have i made it have i done something have like does this mean anything moments and that is absolutely one that i could never forget is you know i'm not a big sports guy or even tv guy I i don't have cable but like people like people who I work with. Hey man, your band was on the pirates last night for a split second. Like, Oh, that's awesome. So it's a pretty cool feeling. I'm now going to put you on the spot. Have you looked at your band's website yet? Yes. Okay. Because as of this weekend, you told me you still hadn't. (laughs) No, I have looked at the website. Um, mostly because, uh, I accidentally clicked on it on a link. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that counts. <laughs> it does because I explored the rest of it. Accident. Accidentally clicked on it. Listen, what? you're you're supposed to be telling everyone to go check out your website, and you're like, "Oh, I accidentally clicked on it." But I was happy I did. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys should be too. Uh, go to www.blackridgeofficial.com. Look at our stuff. Check out the YouTube. Check out the Spotify. And, I mean, Raw Power is going to be all over it. So you guys definitely need to check out that album. It's pretty awesome. So now's where I put Paul on the spot, which you may enjoy. Um, I'm not sure he may have done it, but as of the time we went live, I went and took 531 pictures of your band on Saturday, which is way more than I usually take of one band in a set, and edited 97 of them in a as, and he's like, oh, I'll put them up sometime this week. And I'm like, you're going to kill me if you take that long. Well, it's now Tuesday night, and I'm still sending messages. I'm like, hey, 
I keep peeking under the tree, but Santa hasn't been here yet. Because <laughs> he hadn't posted them. So th- he did tell me that he had downloaded them. I don't know if they're up yet. But um, if you want to check those out, the picture that's behind Joey and I right now of Joey and Corey were- was taken on Friday. And uh, if you saw the post where Paul was trying to find out where Shaq and Bel Diablo are from, that was actually the first song. It was during Live Fast that I took that picture. And uh, I actually probably had enough pictures just during that first song to meet the quota that I gave you guys. <laughs> well, because I mean, like it's we have we have long songs, and that's because like, but like they're long, but they're not. Like, like you're not going to sit there and be, like, bored watching a 10-minute Black Rouge song because, like, everybody has, like, their own key points. <laughs> you're not supposed to stop when I put stuff on the screen. Finish your... <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Well, I, it took, I was reading it. I can't do two things at once. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we will be featured on the Pirate Scan this Friday at 7 p.m. as their, like, featured band. So everyone should go definitely check that out. Um, do you know which song it is, or do we have to wait for Paul to tell us? Paul has to tell us. I, Paul I don't has know. To tell us. Yeah. Um. Do we know Brenda Lee? No. No. Who's just, that? I don't know. It just popped up. It says Brenda Lee, and it, there's no comment. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know her. All right. So, I, and she just said, "LOL." <laughs> Hi, Brenda. All right, so the song on the Pirate Game on Friday will either be New Day and or Celebration. Nice. Nice. Both great songs. And those are, if I remember correctly, both off the last EP, right? Correct. <coughs> uh, I think she says we don't know her. Oh, hi, Brenda. Welcome. <laughs> the three questions in a song. Check us out at buildthescene.com. Check out Blackridge at blackridgeofficial.com. Um, let me, let's see. Um, oh, the official Build the Scene question. We can't get away without asking that. Who is your Dave Grohl? In other words, what band do you want to go up on stage with and perform one of their original songs? And uh, while you're thinking... I'm going to mention that Brenda is from Burgettstown, PA, where I last saw Kiss play. <laughs> and I saw Motley Crue there and Poison and Ted Nugent and all kinds of bands. Motley Crue, twice. Def Leppard. <laughs> I also got all the way there once and got told that the Kiss concert was canceled. Okay, you have an answer for me? Don't because like that's because like it changes like what I listen to all the time changes, <laughs> but like I mean, I wouldn't mind playing with like just like honestly, it's more guitar players than it would be like a band. Like if I could jam with Eric Johnson, that would be incredible. If I could jam with like Gilbert, that would be incredible. If I could, um, if I could jam with like I don't know, just. Andy Wood, Andy Wood's amazing. Hey, Andy, if you're listening, what's up, man? Um, but like, if I could jam with him, that would be incredible. Um, just yeah, I'm more so, of a I'm more of a guitar player guy than a band guy, if that makes sense. Um, 
for those of you not watching the video, uh, Brenda responded that she just saw Shine Down in Burger Town. <laughs> um, <coughs> so, anyone who's not from the Pittsburgh area, anytime you see that a band is playing in Pittsburgh, it more than and it's not in the stadium. It's probably in actually in Burgettstown, which is almost West Virginia. <laughs> but uh, it is Star Lake. They finally gave in, and they that I think they now call it the Pavilion at Star Lake because Pittsburghers refused to give up on the name Star Lake. <laughs> Joey, have you seen anybody at Star Lake? Uh, I think Joey, you're you're still muted. My first concert was at Star Lake that I ever went to. Who was it? Nine Inch Nails and Jane's Addiction. That's actually a pretty good start, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first concert was also there. Um, man, who would it have been? It would have been Kiss. I just can't remember who was with them. Um, wow, who... Man, I've seen Kiss with a lot of bands. I've seen him with Aerosmith. I've seen him with Poison. I've seen him with Ted Nugent. Um, I've seen him with Motley Crue. Um, probably the only band that I went to see <clears throat> with not un, you know not the unsigned independent stuff. I see a ton of those bands, but um, the only band that I went to see headline that Kiss wasn't involved with was Motley Crue. And uh, then when we went to see Kiss with Motley Crue, my wife went with me and she said, she goes, are you enjoying it? I'm like, yes, this is great. She says, enjoy it then because I am never coming to a Motley Crue show again. <laughs> Not her thing. <laughs> Not her thing. Um, This Sunday, you guys have a show coming up. I think you kind of mentioned it already, but why don't you mention it again? So Sunday, we're going to be playing at Jurgles, uh, September 18th, opening up for Quiet Riot. Um, I, we still have some tickets left. I don't know how many. But yeah, everyone should come out. Quiet Riot's awesome. You know, uh, Meadow Health was one of those iconic 80s albums that everyone loved. And, you know, Randy Rhodes founded it. And Rudy Sarza is going to be there. He's like, he's not like one of the founding members, but he was like the second guy that, is that, that he played on Meadow Health. But he's also toured with Ozzy and done all this cool stuff. But uh, yeah, September 18th, Jurgles, Us, Quiet Riot. It's going to be awesome. I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think Dying Breed is also playing, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think they're. Uh, <clears throat> the Farrell Brothers. <laughs> um, if. This could be interesting. Um, so there's an apocalyptic event. And I probably asked you this question before you've been on the show a few times. If there's an apocalyptic event, Hey, you know what? This might be the first time that you're on the show for a second time for the same band. That is, yes. This is the first time, second time for the same band. Yes. Yeah. We just confused everybody. (laughs) Uh, long story short, I've been in a lot of bands. (laughs) Joey was once on this show with his dad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was. Yes, I was. Who is my age? But anyway. 
Um, now I forget where I was going with the question. <laughs> uh, oh, the apocalyptic event. So apocalyptic event happens and uh, wipes out the majority of the people on the earth. What Black Ridge song should survive and help those remaining human beings repopulate the earth? Raw power. Absolutely. Absolutely raw power. It, uh, you know, if, if, if the, I'm sure the electrical grid's probably been knocked out, so raw power would help everybody. Um, it's upbeat enough to where, you know, it can get people motivated. And, I mean... Motivated. <laughs> you can't... Uh, New Day? That's what Corey said, New Day. New Day? Really? Okay. See, I feel like the the one that has the the uh, fast and the you know the, the moving music and and the groove is um, live strong or live fast, but it talks about dying, <laughs> and and that's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to do the opposite. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're gonna live fast, you might as well leave a good looking corpse. <laughs> That coincidentally is Bria's favorite song, and I, I've, you guys opened with it this weekend, and uh, I, I feel like that that that's the perfect song to open with because you hit them fast and get them get them involved right away. That's generally what we open with is uh, "Live Fast." Here, Paul says, "Stick it out." <laughs> yeah, stick it out's a good one. Stick it out's a good one. Yeah. Um. You, I, I know you write songs. If what what song that you haven't written written do you wish you had written? Something got to be something iconic, like maybe like maybe like "Stairway to Heaven," because like it gets hated on so much, but it also gets loved. Or maybe like Freebird. Because like even if you like even if you don't like a song, you might play it and be like, dude, listen to how bad this song is. So get the royalties been played. So like it's like it's like a, you get revenue from both, but uh I dig Stairway to Heaven and Freebird. But definitely one of those old songs that people just play to show people. I saw a meme, I've seen it a couple times actually. It says um there's a highway to hell. And only a stairway to heaven. What's that tell you about where the population's headed? <laughs> Both great songs. <laughs> um, I actually read somewhere that the highway to hell is actually written about a bar in Australia. I have no idea. Uh, people get inspirations for things in different places. For sure. <laughs> um. I, I'm going to ask a tough question. Yeah, you know, because they've all been easy. <laughs> if you were going to manage a ba- band from the local music scene and you get to pan pick the musicians that are going to be in the band, who is going to be in your band? But they can't be, wait, they can't be in Blackridge. So you can't pick right. your current bandmates. So 
I work okay, I work really well with Nick Williams. I've been in many things with Nick from Matt Alice over the years. So I definitely pick Nick to play bass. Um he's a great bass player, great guitar player. Um uh, uh probably this is a, this is a hard question. This is a hard question. I told you. Very, very <laughs> hard question. Because like there's so many good musicians. And like I feel like I feel like picking from the Pittsburgh, like like the inner city Pittsburgh scene is not what we mean. Um so I'm trying to think through definitely Nick Williams on bass. Um Anthony actually uh Anthony Ferrain from Luke Wells band. He's a great guitar player. I would definitely pick him. Uh, are we picking a band that I'm in and managing, like from nope. the ground up? No, just managing nope. the band. Just managing. It. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Anthony, Nick, um, Anthony is like a Duquesne grad. He's a ridiculous, ridiculously well-trained guitar player. Um, a singer. This is where it gets hard. There's so many good ones. Um, probably. Mike Purock, because that dude can just anything, anything yeah. is anything. Like he's good at anything. Not a he's drummer. Also, super nice guy. Super nice guy. One of the nicest guys you ever meet. One of the nicest guys you ever meet. Um, drummer. Some really good drummers out there. <sighs> Probably. It would probably be Coinsco. He's like he's so good. Um, he's he's probably like I've had the pleasure of jamming with him a few times. Uh, we were in a band with like me as an Audi for a little bit. That was awesome. He was so good. Um, so yeah, I, I think that would be my lineup. Cool. Yeah. Um. Now, now tell me what genre they're gonna play. K-pop, obviously. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that band would be fantastic in like a like late nineties, early two thousand, like grungy in your face kind of like kind of like shine down, you know, dynamics where there's soft, soft verses, big choruses. Um, it's kind of like that. It's like rock, rock. All right. So the, the, the next thing I'm going to give you a chance to do is talk about uh, where you work and some of the musicians that were there with you, because there's a who's who of local musicians that, that work in that, in those buildings, multiple buildings with you. There's so many. Um, I work alongside Steve Jackson. Wait, wait. Tell them where you work first. <laughs> oh, I work at uh, Pianos and Stuff, or as, or as people know it, as End Stuff Music. Um, I'm one of the salesmen there, and I also do uh, like the use, uh, the use buying and selling. Um, but, you know, there's, there's, there's a line of local guys that work there and who have worked there and who still work there that are both from this music scene, the Pittsburgh music scene, and all over. Um, I work alongside Steve Jackson every day. Me and him do the used stuff daily. Um, Billy Snyder from the 10 band. 
which is also awesome, works two, uh, two computers down from me. Chris Ruane, who is in Staley's Comet, works and does all the website stuff. Uh, Mike Basie from Dose Acoustics or All My Monsters or they, they Missing just, Link. Yes, Missing Link. they just yeah, changed Missing their Link. name. Missing Link with um, uh, Justin Sarah, who is the, you know, the one of the main dudes there. He was in the Buzz Poets. Um, we got who else? Uh, Tony Aiello, who has played everywhere for a long time. He's a phenomenal keyboard player. Um, we got Jim Stamps and Back and Rental, who has done sound everywhere. So, like, it's not just the musicians. Like, there are people who have just been a staple in the scene forever. Um, yeah, there's uh, so many. Um, Matt, the drum, the, our drum manager, he's been in a lot of bands over the years. Um, those are the ones that like really like stick out in, in, in that atmosphere of bands that have been around here. We got the we got a new pro audio guy who's in a band called The Fix, who uh, I really dig. They're like a new AG kind of poppy band. It's cool. So the, the Fix? The Vix. The V I C S. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a good crew. It's a very good crew. Um, occasionally if you're watching the in stuff, um, social media, you might see a few of those people show up and, uh, demo some instruments. Um, and some of them might be wearing their own band's shirts. (laughs) In my defense, it wasn't my band very long when I did that. I actually I got I got called the Instagram guy today. A guy came in the store and was like, "You're the guy from the Instagram," and I'm like, "Yeah," because <laughs> I do uh, I do most of the guitar demos on the Instagram. I say like seventy five percent of them are uh, are me doing the little one minute demos. I am um, speaking of Town, I was at Star Lake. Um... Uh, I can't remember who we were watching, but, um, <laughs> oh, it was at the, the last kiss concert. And, um, this guy comes walking up to me, it's pitch black. And he looks at me, he goes, you're bill. Um, who are you? <laughs> and it turned out it was a fan of a podcast that I've guested on. <laughs> so he recognized me from somebody else's podcast, not my podcast. And we just lost Joey. <coughs> we'll give him a moment, see if he comes back in. Uh, <laughs> it's interesting. If he comes back, the first question we will ask him is Paul's question: Why they call him Tater Joe? Uh, there he is. What's happened? I don't know. It's you disappeared. <laughs> Why do they call me Tater Joe? All right. So. I, so I started out as Two Space, Two Space Joe, um, because I took up two parking spaces in the parking lot my first day because I parked like not where I was supposed to. Um, so they call me Tater Joe because I like every form of potato except for tater tots. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm not a tater tot guy. Tater tots are awful. 
<laughs> Do you like hash browns? <laughs> yes, but it's not the same. Uh, not the same. Not the same. Uh, hash browns are bigger and less greasy. Uh, maybe. I guess it, it depends on how you make the tater tots. I guess so. I just so they're uh, mashed potatoes are good. Tater tots, not so much. <laughs> Man, now we're going to have to add another band to the list of bands you've been on the show with. <laughs> Over tater tots. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Well, listen, y'all. If you can find me a tater tot that I like, listen, that, that opinion will change. Is this a challenge? I, I'm going to tell you what to do. So you're going to bake the tater tots. If it involves bacon, I don't eat bacon. Man, it does. <laughs> How did you know? You can do it without it, though. Everyone puts bacon on everything and thinks it makes everything better. All right. So it does include bacon, but you can skip that step. So it's just ranch and cheddar cheese layered on top of them. Or you can do what we did last night. Um, You take um, cream of celery or cream of mushroom soup and you mix it with hamburger. You don't like cream soups, do you? (laughs) Uh, Cream of cream of chicken's good. Okay, you can do that. (laughs) But like cream of vegetable? No, I'm good. (laughs) Paul (laughs) 97 it's is it a coincidence it's a a very specific number that's that's the amount of photos that I edited for your band on Saturday (laughs) listen if you provide the tater tots maybe I'll eat them anyway that's a lot of tater tots (laughs) (laughs) hey so you you have to do a eating challenge to remain in the band, apparently. <laughs> it needs to be live streamed, too. <laughs> need, to, need to go back to Indiana and get past that again, I guess, for eight those. <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to take less photos so your number is less? <laughs> no, I'll take one for the team. Your photos are good. I'll eat as many tater tots as it takes. Nice. <laughs> All right, let's go with one more oddball question because we've been at this for an hour. And then I'll ask the last two questions, uh, some of which we've covered. Really, we covered it, but we're going to put it at the end so everybody remembers. Um, Paul also says, tune in tomorrow. You're gonna, They're going to stream you eating the tater tots. <laughs> right there. See. <laughs> you, don't, you don't understand these people. They will show up with tater tots. There's seven of us, okay? They will hold me down and force feed me tater tot. <laughs> I don't know if that's really legal. <laughs> what is illegal, I guess? Thanks, Brenda. <laughs> Brenda, check out Raw Power on Spotify or Amazon or wherever your music can be streamed. She can go to your website, BlackBridgeOfficial. www.com. Which coincidentally you finally went to, and <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe your answer is yes. I did it on accident. <laughs> I'm honest. I don't know what to say. I, I it's oh, you got to understand that 
I've had more gigs than practices for this band. I haven't had time to, you know, look over the logistics. Of the, and I'm also bad at everything social media. Like, Paul had to, like, coach me on how to do social media properly. My first, my first Blackridge share I did while on the Blackridge page as Blackridge. So I shared the Blackridge post on the Blackridge page as Blackridge. So you didn't get your personal audience that you were trying to get. You got the audience that already saw it. Correct. But I, but I caught what I, but I captioned it like it was me posting it on my personal page. So it just looked like Blackridge was talking to itself. <laughs> well, <laughs> you got to start somewhere. I, I think it's funny that I'm like 20 years older than you, and it's that's what I do. And you know, you, I, I, the first time I touched a computer was well, that's not true. The first time I touched a computer on the internet was in 1995. I was a freshman in college. I was still swimming. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Paul says to tell you that you're a Zoomer. <laughs> um, the first time I touched a computer, I was in probably fourth or fifth grade. Fourth grade. I, I hope the whole band understands that I will take advantage of their senior citizen discounts in the next few years. <laughs> Except for Mike, we covered this. <laughs> Me and Mike will take advantage of the discounts in the next couple of years. Um, all right. So real quick, we just covered it again, but where can people find you guys online so that they can get a hold of raw power or if you know, want to listen to it? Uh, Absolutely, www.blackridgeofficial.com, uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, um, wherever, man. It's it's everywhere. It's everywhere. All, all your normal streaming platforms. Yes. I tried to say that last night in the interview with Paul or Brad Abbott, and I said all your all your streaming venues. <laughs> Not the right word. <laughs> no, no, nope. Um, what shows other than Jurgle with Jurgles with Quiet Riot coming up Sunday do you guys have coming up next? Uh, I wish you would ask me that question two months ago. There was a lot more. Um, so Saturday, I do believe we are. Um, I heard that bell. <laughs> he heard me say venue. <laughs> Saturday, I do believe we are playing. At the Salzburg Oktoberfest. Um, you uh, pause there for a second because this brings up something that my son and I were discussing the other day. So we were in Saxonburg this past weekend because he was at the Kis- He plays in the Kiski Valley Community Band, and Saturday they, they played at the Art Fest, and then Sunday they played at Rocktober or Oktoberfest. Except he didn't go there Sunday because he had to rehearse for his other band. But isn't it still September? <laughs> I said the same thing. So actually, Octo- Google it. October, like, because I was Googled today. Somebody Googled it because I said the same thing. Like, isn't it? Yeah, September. It runs through, like, the last something of August. It's, it's Google it. I don't know the logistics, but we're going to play it. 
<laughs> well, of course, you know, you, if somebody offers you a stage and, and it fits the fits the time frame and and everything lines up, you're gonna go have fun. Yeah, we're we're, we're gonna play. I mean, we're gonna play. Um. Oh, I just thought of this because you put your arm in front of the camera like that. Do you still have the pizza tattoo? There it is. <laughs> You're muted again. Yeah, why wouldn't I? I yeah, people get them covered. <laughs> uh, I will have one being covered here shortly. And that's it. That's it. Uh, the notes on your other forearm, are they a specific song? No, no, they're not. Um, not at all. They're uh, just randomness. Oh, yeah. they're, they're um I got that uh, like I was like I think I was like 17 or 18 when I got that and it is I don't regret it but I wish I would put more thought into it <laughs> um I have a non tattoo tattoo story that I'll tell you off the air um so with that being said this has been episode number 85 of three questions in a song you can check out three questions in a song on the first and 15th of every month you can check out our other podcast every Friday, the Pennsylvania Rock Show. And once a month, usually, not always, Jonna from First Angel Media and I team up and go against XRP Radio on xrpradio.co.uk and a live streaming radio show where we play music from our area in Western Pennsylvania and kind of the tri-state area. And sometimes I find ways to link bands from England to the U S so that I can play their own songs against them, <laughs> but we have a bunch of fun. We play <clears throat> all kinds of music on both sides of the pond and introduce them to new listeners. And uh, we get to pretend like we're actually fighting. Um, although I finally won and I won two weeks, two months in a row. <laughs> but that's said, you can find all that stuff by going to build the scene.com. Joe, I want to thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, Brenda, you have a good night as well. And uh, everybody else in Blackridge that's been hanging out with us, um, Paul's hoarding the photos. (laughs) So make sure you check us out at buildascene.com. Joey and I are going to talk a little bit more off the air, and then I'm going to go to bed. This episode of Three Questions of a Song has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more on-site music from around the globe. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.